0: In 2014, it was summer, around the summertime. Um, one morning, I was praying in Jensen Beach. I think we had a service. I think it was a Wednesday, as far as I can remember. And I, we had a service that night, and I was going to be ministering. And um, I was praying that morning, and the presence of God just came so strong in the room. And I remember, you know, just kind of losing track of time. Time just sort of disappeared. And that's when the Lord spoke to me about planting the church in Vero Beach. Most of you that have heard the story know that I had absolutely no intentions of becoming a pastor. I really felt that my calling was more to evangelize, to travel, to speak in different churches. And that's kind of how I was heading. I was heading in that direction. Felt that that was the calling that I had. So to see this, what God showed me, was just so incredible. I remember just clearly having a vision. And God showed me Vero Beach. I knew it was Vero Beach because I'd been to a service at the park in Vero Beach, and, and I saw a tent in the, at, you know, and I knew, I knew it was, it, was, it was Vero Beach. I knew, and I knew in my heart that God wanted me to plant a church. And there was just no, no denying it. It was so clear, so, so evident, so defining. And I, I, I remember walking out of the prayer room, and the presence of God was very strong. And I went to Naomi and said to her, um, That the Lord has spoken to me, and we have to go and plant a church in Vero Beach.
1: It was very hard for me because um, at that stage, when he came out of the prayer room, he said to me that God showed him a vision, and, and I said to him, Alex, like, how did this work? Did the letters jump in front of you? Did it spell out Vero Beach? I was a little bit sassy. I have apologized since then because God has put me so much in my place during the years, but um, I did wanted to know exactly how the vision came about, and he explained it to me. And I said to him, well, you know, I really want the Lord to speak to me as well. I really need the Lord to tell me this as well, because this is this is a very hard thing um, that you tell me that we need to do.
0: But the problem was that the, there was an increasing uncomfortableness that came over me. It was almost like, you know, the only way I can think about it is sort of the way that the the, the waves came up in Jonah's when he was on the ocean, you know, that that, that everything just became uncomfortable. That's exactly how I felt. It was so overwhelming. But the the defining moment where where we were both very clear that God had had called us and there was no looking back was when we went to a conference in Orlando called The Voice of the Apostles. And we were sitting at the conference, and I will never forget it. Randy Clark had just prayed for Naomi and myself. It was very powerful. And we were kind of sitting there just taking it all in. And um, I just said it. I said, you know, guys, I just, I don't know why, but I feel like Will Hart needs to pray for us. And uh, Marilyn, who was, um, you know, with us, and she was a worship leader at the time that was working with us, said to us, well, he's right over there. And so I said to Naomi, well, let's go. So we went and we stood in the line. And as we got there, he basically said, guys, I'm really sorry, but I can't minister to you anymore. I'm just going to come by and bless you. And as he got you know, going down the line, he, he, he got to us and he stopped and um, he put his hands on us and, and then I remember him actually stepping away from us and, and I'll, I'll never forget it. And then he began to give us a word and he said, he said that God gave you a vision and he was looking at me and then he looked at Naomi and he said to her, and you doubted it and then at that moment that's when you know and then he began to just go into everything I mean he said your bags are packed within two weeks you'll know where you're going.
1: I think for me at that moment um, the best way to describe it Marilyn said you did the real ugly cry and, and I really did because the Lord then confirmed everything that I had doubted and I couldn't believe the accuracy of that word. And. Until today, I think that word is what carried me all these years and is still carrying me because I know for sure that the Lord spoke and there was no way that I was ever going to question that again.
0: It was amazing how, you know, from that point, there was just no question. We knew that God had called us to do this and we started, we We, you know, the story of getting the building is another entire story, which I don't have the time to tell you now, but I can say this, that... It was, it was, it was a lot for, for, for us people that had no, we didn't know anybody there. We didn't know anybody. We, we just put up six boards. That county wouldn't allow us to do much more than that. And we just started with the sanctuary with 200, and I think we had 220 chairs. We built, we put the chairs out and we believed God and, you know, the first weekend, There was some family and probably about 12 people that came to our opening weekend and it was a little intimidating, looking over the the crowd of nobody, (laughs) But, but it was great.
1: I remember nights where Alex would say to me, only oh is there people here tonight? And and at that point, of course, I was the door greeter, so I knew there were not a lot of people. And I would say to him, don't worry. Don't worry about how many people there are tonight. Just preach to me. I really, really need the word tonight. And um, I can honestly say he did just that. He preached like he was preaching to a multitude Of people and not just a few of us that were sitting there
0: I remember when I was younger and I got a prophetic word um, the prophetic word was you know that I would he said to me he said you he said the multitude that you saw in your room while you were praying he said to me that is the Lord showing you your future and I remember when I would preach to these small crowds of like 12 20 even 30 people You know, once or twice there was five or six people, four people. I I remember doing that. I remember preaching with my whole heart just to that small crowd, you know. And God has begun to give us increase. And we're very thankful to Him for the increase. But we also know that this is just the beginning.
2: So I'm sending you back in the power of the Holy Spirit. Even now, says the Lord, the spirit of urgency will fall upon you. But the Lord says what you do, do it with haste do it in the run do it as they left Egypt Do your things and do them fast. And they will say, but this is a difficult place to plant the church. But it will not be so for you. For the Lord says, in purity and righteousness I will establish you. And I will cause my spirit to come upon you. And you will prosper in all the things that you do. And know this, says the Lord, that nothing will put you off or dissuade you. Nothing, nothing will discourage you. Go, says the Lord, for I'm with you to fulfill these things. And I've already given my angels charge concerning you the power of my spirit is upon you now
0: there it is in jesus name um when god spoke to me about planning the church there was a very specific direction that he gave me one thing about the lord that i've really come to know is that he gives you pieces of the puzzle to your life so even with regards to the vision for the church he gave me a part but clearly said to me that this is what i want you to do i want you to take my fire the fire of his presence, the fire of his spirit to the people in Vero Beach. I want you to spread that fire. And the way that you must do it is by teaching and demonstrating my love and power. So to teach people and to demonstrate, very important, because it's one thing to teach about something, but it's another thing to also show it. So to teach and demonstrate the love and the power of God, those two combinations is what releases the fire and the presence and the power of God in people's lives. I am very intentional when it comes to waiting for the Lord. And I'm very intentional about being led by the Spirit. I do my utmost best. I can't say that I get it right all the time, but I really do my utmost best to be led by God. And one thing I wanted to do very, very intentionally when it came to the church was to lay a solid foundation. I really felt we needed to establish good leadership. We needed to establish who we are as as a church, our identity as a church. And I can honestly say that I believe it's taken us seven years to do that. seven is the, the the number for completion, perfection. I believe that we're not perfect, but God has most certainly established us as a church in the community. He's established us, but in the spirit, I believe He's established us as well. So now we're at that point where all we've really done for these first seven years is laid a foundation. I remember having a dream a few years ago, and in the dream, I came down. And it was actually here at the mall. I remember I being here at the mall, but it wasn't the mall. It was like, it was like all it was like foundations that were being poured, like slabs of different buildings. In the vision, a prophet that had passed away a few years ago came to me, and basically was was sort of suggesting that I'm being challenged for those foundations. And so I had to challenge that spirit in the realm of the spirit. And I remember. Um, and I remember doing it. I remember taking authority over it, and and seeing what the Lord would do. And I honestly believe that that's kind of where we are now. We're at that place where God has established us. And let me tell you, you know, um, you know, from the outside it might look like this was, you know, just sun, sunshine and roses. And God has definitely been with us all the way. But it's been, it's been difficult. There's been challenges. There's been. There's been many times that we felt like packing, you know, giving up. Naomi packed her bags multiple times. And I said to her, well, I'm going to pack my bag. Where are we going? You know, so, you know, there are times where you're tired, you're weary. You know, you feel like you're not having breakthrough. You, you lose, you, you kind of lose your... your um, You lose your appreciation for what God has done. You you know, it's hard to sometimes when you're in it to stop and say, hey, God has really been doing so much. He's blessed so much. He's delivered so many people, touched so many people. He's been with us so supernaturally, and he has in every way. But sometimes the challenges get so overwhelming. So, um, you know, for us it it was, I really feel like we've just gotten to that place now where God is saying the foundation is laid. Now you can begin to build.
2: Good day, everybody. I'm greeting you here from Little Falls Christian Center in South Africa to Oceans Unite Christian Center, Vero Beach in Florida. And good morning or good day, whatever your time of the day is there. uh, To you, uh, Pastor Alex, Alexis, as we know you, Alex, as we know you. But uh, we love you. And uh, you are a person that uh, clearly is a person of significance. May God bless you. As you unfold the vision for the church, empower you, activate it, monitor it, and all the time stay with it. For in the year to come, it'll be a year for the kingdom of God to advance. Forget about everything else that's negative. Just think about the kingdom of God is advancing. In the year 2023, we must keep our focus on the Lord. We must do our best to serve God. You have a brilliant leader alexis or alex pastor alex is a wonderful leader and naomi and the children let the sun rise from the east over the united states god bless you i love you and i look forward to being with you
0: so i honestly believe that oceans as a church is only now in the seventh year at the end of the seventh year going into the eighth year we are now we are now at the place where we are going to begin to build we are going to begin to build, we are going to begin to be very effective in the kingdom, raising up leaders, raising up disciples, raising up children of God that, that you know, number one, more than anything, love God with their whole heart. This ministry is entirely dedicated to helping people connect with the Lord. And then secondly, for people to find their place, their purpose, man has been created by God to be effective disciples disciples that that operate with dominion and authority and power and I'm excited about the future Amen. Thank you, guys. So it's very exciting. (laughs) Everything that God has done so far, we are very, very grateful. And, um, you know, I want to do this a little differently to the way I did it in the first service, because the first thing I want to do is I just want to say thank you so much to everybody that's been a part of this. You know, there's, I think the part that, it's so funny, it's the part that touches me the most is that clip where we we were in the mall here, and this was not one store, this was a bunch of stores, and I can't believe, I know the builder that did this, Jim McElhaney, the contractor, he was shocked at the people that would come out, and and during the construction, and they would just come out faithfully. We were here till two, three o'clock in the morning, because Mike D'Antonio doesn't know how to sleep, so he would keep us here, and he's like in his 70s, and he would keep us here, all the young guys, he would, I I was young then, you know, He, he would keep us here till late at night, and Just seeing everybody come together, the church, the way the church comes together, it's just incredible. So I want to thank everybody, the volunteers, the people that serve. You know, so many times people don't really get shown the gratitude that they deserve for everything that they've done to make all of this happen. A a church is people. It's not a building. And so we're so grateful to each and every person that has been a part of getting us to where we are and even to where we're going. And I think that's a huge part of the vision and direction that God is taking us. In this year, when God spoke to me about 2022, going into 2023, it was our seventh year that we'd been here and established as a church. It's hard to believe. Like Naomi says, it was just a few years ago. And I remember, you know, coming out to preach that first weekend and there was hardly anybody there except a few people and some family. And I'm very grateful that the second week when the family left, there were a few more people (laughs) because it would have been really bad. But what's so astounding, if you look at, those, at, the, at that video, so many of the people that were there right in the beginning, they are still here now. And that's incredible, just to see how God has brought people. There will always be people that come and go, but there are also people that God brings here to be a part of the vision and the plan that He has for us as a part of His body all over the world. And we're very grateful for that. I remember what it was like to to start and be so little and not know. You know, you, you, know you, you, take a, you, you take a chance on what you believe God has told you and you just have to move. You know, we, we lived in Jensen Beach and we sold our house, we bought the chairs to start the church with the money that we sold our house with and we had no way enough funds to pay the rent every month. The landlord did not want to give us the building. It was a real miracle, guys. It really was a miracle. But God has been so faithful, and here we are now, and we've grown a lot. God has really added and blessed us seven years later. And I really believe that part of what I believe God is saying to us for this year is the reason why this has taken place. First of all, I want to say that we are just above and beyond grateful to the Lord more than anything, because He is our desire here at Ocean's. And our desire is for you to know him more because he is so awesome. He is so wonderful. When it comes to where we are, this is the scripture the Lord gave me. 1 Corinthians 3, verse number 10. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid. Jesus also taught us that there are two ways to build a house, either on the rock or on the sand. And those who build their house on the rock, that house will stand. And so for us as a church, building our house on the Lord Jesus Christ, building our house on the Word of God, and building our house on the truth without any compromise has been a highest priority of ours. We want this church to always seek the righteousness of God to be a church that desires to please the Lord. We've tried to do that. We believe that we've succeeded in doing that, in being a place that really desires to do the will of the Lord. It's taken us seven years to do that. As we move forward, we plan on building, but we plan on doing things, well, you have to wait for that in just a moment. I wanna say this, in the last seven years, There were two primary things that God spoke to me about in, I think it was 2017, where he said to me, I want you to focus on two things. And this was included in a Vision Sunday back then. He said, community and outreach. And let's start with community. God said that you need to, to me, he said to me one morning, while I was having coffee, by the way, that's why we have a coffee shop. (laughs) You need to focus on community. The church needs a place that they can go and be a part of. So we started Unite Groups, which is our cell groups. We started a coffee shop and a gym and a bookshop and a school and a playground and all this stuff that's happened. And if you ask me how it happened, I honestly can't tell you how it happened. The Lord just did it. He did it. And it was. I stand here sometimes, I look at what's happened, and I don't even remember how the Lord put it together. But it was just so supernatural the way that it happened. But community was so important to us. And every ministry, every part of it, oceans fit, and all the different things that we do are so a part of what God spoke to us about. And out of that really comes the evangelism side. Because one of the most powerful ways to evangelize is to do relationship evangelism. We call it oikos evangelism. So there really is a crossover between community and evangelism. But as a church, it's extremely important for us to be evangelism minded. As a church, we want to go after the broken, the hurting, the lost. We want to impact our community, not only by preaching the gospel in word, but by doing it in deed as well. We want to reach those, and we, we we started ministries. We did a ministry called Respected, which is a ministry to the elderly. We did a ministry called Helping Hands, and there's many, many ministries, and and in after the service, you'll be able to go outside into the mall, and there's tables for all the ministries. And normally, what I would do on a Vision Sunday is I would talk a lot about those ministries and tell you about the ministries we're going to start, but that's not what the Lord wants me to do this year. So he's done all of these things, and... By the grace of God, he's brought people into our team, onto our team, and, and that goes for people that are full-time staff and some that are just volunteers that are so intentional about reaching the lost, helping the homeless, feeding those who are underprivileged. Our cafe turned into a, full, a fully paid forward system. So when you go into the cafe, you don't have to pay for your meal. It's actually paid for. And I've been in that cave, many, cafe many times. Brian makes sure that lots of people eat for free. and that's the purpose it's to help those that can't make it It's to help a family that's maybe struggling at the moment and they can come here and they can have their dignity and they can have a meal without being put in a position where they're uncomfortable we really want to make an impact in our community we started the real mission which is where the women at the house of transfiguration are and to watch what God has done there is just so supernatural. Please make sure you talk to them because what God is doing there is amazing. And, and it started because we had a ministry called Helping Hands that was actually out in the in the in the in the community reaching people that were homeless. And through that, we found that there were women that we just couldn't get them restored because they had nowhere to go. And I remember being in the church lobby and and Tara was out there working with the homeless community. And she came in tears and she said, we have to do something. And so we began to pray and seek the Lord and we made a decision that we were going to do that. And I believe that over the next few months, years, God will do more. I believe we're going to do another home. I believe we're going to do great things at the property, the real mission. But that's not what God wants me to focus on right now. But I'm grateful and I just want to share that with you. So we've done all of these things. All of these things have been a part of the foundation that has been laid. But it's so important to me personally because I remember what it was like when we started. And this is what I believe God is saying with us moving forward. So there's not gonna be videos of puppets talking and all the different stuff that we've done in the past. There's no tricks or anything like that. It's just a word from God that I truly believe is so important. And that is that as we move forward, The foundation was laid, and the way that it started must be the way we start our building. And that's not a physical building. That's a spiritual thing. What I mean by that is when we started the church right in the beginning, we had nothing. So all we could do was depend entirely on God. We used to pray, guys, like you cannot imagine. Prayer, fasting, seeking God, trusting the Lord— Every person that came, we believed, was sent by God to be a part of the church. And the word began to spread because the presence of God was here. I never want us, because we're growing as a church and getting larger and larger, to ever start to strategize with different things. We will do things. We we must do things. We must build bigger. We must do that. But I never want to lose what's most important, which is to pursue God. To pursue his heart with everything inside of me as your leader. So for for 2023, the focus is going to be getting back to the basics that got us started to begin our building. And then God will speak. I can't come up here and say to you, Well, the Lord says we're gonna plant this ministry and we're gonna plant that church and we're gonna do those things. I know it's coming. But I also know that what God is saying to me very, very clearly is get back to the basics because it was out of that hunger, it was out of that desperation to see God move. Our vision has always been clear to take the fire of God by teaching and demonstrating His love and His power. And when people encounter God, the love and the power of God, the truth is that they are never the same after that. They are changed and transformed forever. The Bible says this, and as a church, as a ministry, we should never forget this. The Bible says that my house shall forever be a house of prayer. So we can start ministries and cafes and gyms and preschools and all of that stuff. But we must never forget that God has called us to be a people that cry out to Him and depend on Him to heal our land. The Bible says that, that if, we, if, we, if we seek his face, if we pray, if we turn from our wicked ways, that he will hear from heaven and that he will answer our prayers, that he'll heal our land. And that's where we must always remain in that posture. And in the beginning of this year, I want us to, as a church, go back to that. Go back to praying. Go back to seeking God. Go back to being. You might think that, well, you know, Pastor Alex, you already are so passionate about the Lord. Yes, I am but I never want to start trusting programs and, 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 and different things that we start because we think we've achieved something. We have just only begun. Can you say amen? We have just only begun. And I honestly believe that God is saying to us very clearly, just get back to how it all began as you begin to build on the foundation that has been laid. And then watch what he will do. And I'm so excited about that. So, so excited about that. So that's what we plan on doing. When someone says, what type of church is oceans? This is what I believe we are. This is who we are. We are a church that desires to go after the lost. Our target market for a business expression is to go after the unsaved. We are not going out there looking for people that are in other churches. We are going out there to reach those who are not saved, who are broken, who are hurting, who are in bondage. And I don't know if you realize this, but there are thousands of them here in Vero Beach that need Jesus desperately. So as a ministry, I want us to be a, a church that goes after the lost. You know, we 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 at the beginning of this year, well, it might even be last year, but we brought Pastor Brian on to focus on evangelism, and, and they're doing a great job. And there's so many of you that are volunteering, that are helping feed the homeless, and helping go and do street ministry, and, and all kinds of things that we're doing in the community. And we're gonna be expanding on that. And eventually also, we plan on doing missions and all of that stuff. So there's much that I can say, but I want us to focus, to focus our, our, our to be laser sharp, like Pastor Harold said. And for those of you that don't know, the man that spoke on the video the very wise man, <laughs> that's my pastor. And I got saved in that church in 1997, and he's been my pastor ever since. And he is, he is the leader of Fivefold Ministries International. It's not a denomination. We are a non-denominational church. And he, so he is our overseer. He's our, We submit to authority. In this church, we are under authority. And it's a, such an important thing. And he is coming next year. He used to come every year, but he hasn't come since COVID. But he'll be coming next year. It's already in the calendar. I can't tell you when. It's a secret. But we are very grateful for the oversight that we have. You can't imagine how I phone them and they help me all the time. They're so wonderful. Him and Pastor Maud, the two of them are just, I cannot thank them enough. And I got saved there. Went to Bible school there. When I was 19, 20 years old, I got prophetic words about the destiny and the call. And here we are in America many, many years later, very grateful to the Lord. And know that this is only just the beginning. For me personally, I remember when we started believing that what would separate us, what would make us difference, different is that we would be a place that people would come to, to experience more of God. So not only are we after the lost, but we also are a church for people that want more, for people that want more of the Holy Spirit, for people that want that personal encounter with God. And I think the reason why we're so passionate about that here is because we've experienced it for ourselves. And once you encounter the presence of God for yourself, you can never be the same. It causes you to be hungry and to desire God more than anything. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you because Oceans is a very special church. The people that go here are very, very special. And if you're newer to Oceans, I hope that you, will ex- you have experienced what so many have, which is when they come in here, they experience love and a welcoming congregation of individuals that you can just tell are passionate about God. That's the direction we're going. Back to basics, back to prayer, back to seeking God, back to preaching about his power and about his love and his transformation that he does when he, brings, when he comes into a room. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go back to those roots once again in this next year. And just like he gave me the perfect strategy from that point, because we were doing those things, I know that he'll do it again but I'm not going to just get up here and give you ideas, good ideas, good things that we can do. I have great ideas, but I don't want good ideas because good is just an extra O with God. I want God ideas. I want His plans and His strategy for this church moving forward. So in the midst of us moving forward and in the midst of us, us growing and doing many things which we will do, this is going to be our focus. Come and participate in the prayer meetings. At the beginning of the year, we're going to start doing more prayer meetings. We're going to focus on worship. Our Saturday night services, we do a lot of ministry to individuals where people get touched, they get healed, they get delivered. Last night, we had, we had miracles. We had two major miracles last night here in the building. Even more, perhaps, but there was two that were really quite remarkable. And so we're just so thankful to God. And I'm thankful for each and every one of you that, that, that are here. And we want you to serve God and love Him with your whole heart. Because there's nothing like that. There's nothing that will save you, deliver you, heal you, give you peace like the love of God. There is nothing that can do that for you. And so I just want to ask my, my amazing, beautiful wife to come up here. Because as a church, we're at that seven-year mark, which is the the number of perfection, of completion. And for us, it's just the completion of our foundation. But we want to give honor to God this morning. As a congregation, I would ask if you can all stand, because we're going to pray together. We're going to give the Lord thanks for what He has done, but also for what He's going to do. And I just want to say, you know, before I do that, I did this in the first service. I want to do it again. This lady is very special, guys. I would not be able to be here if it wasn't for the support and love that my wife has shown me. And, you know, this is really, you guys have no idea how much this lady does in this ministry. Those that are closest to us, they know She carries this ministry like you cannot believe. So I'm so grateful to the Lord for my wife. And by the way, she's really not sassy at all. (laughs) She really isn't. So let's honor the Lord together. It's Vision Sunday, Father. And Lord, so many times we have so many good ideas. But this morning as we look back, we know why this has happened. Because Lord, when we started, it was all about you. And Father, as we begin to build now on the foundation that has been laid, let it be so again, God all about you. Lord like David was a man after your heart. So I pray that you would cause the heartbeat of this church to be a church that is after your heart, God. That we would be a praying people, a people that desire to please you in everything. And Lord, that like David said, Lord, you can do anything, but do not take your presence from me. Because we need your presence in this place, God. That's where the deliverance comes. That's where the healing comes. All because of you, Jesus, because your presence is here. And we value it more than anything. Father, we love you. We worship and praise you. We are so grateful for what you have done. And ask that you will give us the grace, the strength, everything we need to move forward into the future for the plans that you have for us as a church, and also for each and every person in this place individually. Lord, let your blessing come upon us, upon every family, upon every person in this church. And as always, we will always give you all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.